And greetings. This is the Long in the Boot podcast, the podcast coming to you from Southwest Louisiana, otherwise known as the Heel of the Boot. I am your host, G Long, and sitting across the way is my co-host, Deb. Hello, everyone. How you doing, Deb? I'm doing excellent. Would you like to move that microphone closer to you so that you don't have to lean forward every time you talk? Maybe I enjoy leaning forward when I speak. Oh, okay. So don't well, tell me how to speak. Well, there you microphone. go. If you'd like to get a hold of the <laughs> Long in the Boot podcast, of course, Long in the Boot at gmail.com and the phone number 337. Oh, crap. 502-9011. Yeah, didn't write it down, but you did push the button, right? Yeah, the button's pushed. It's oh, actually it's excellent, actually pushed. Excellent. And uh, this uh, podcast uh, got a special guest it in the is. studio. Yes, indeed. It is Bryant the Habitron Habits. Hey, it's been a while, man. Oh, man, it's a Habs throwback. This is great. It's yeah. been almost a year. I know. It's been forever. Uh, it, it really has. Uh, you been doing okay? Bruh, <laughs> things are different. I mean, different. It's been a while. Is that so a positive we, or a We negative? haven't had any new hurricanes since I've been back, right? No well, new hurricanes? Since the last time you were in the Long in the Boots studio. We had a freeze It was in November, flood. right? So we had freezes. A freeze and a one flood. One freeze, at least one flood, if not multiple floods. Um, we've moved into a new house. Yeah. We've had another child. What? Yeah. <laughs> Time's I knew nothing about changing. that. Yeah, but once you have two, a third one's no big deal. Oh, we're in I'm, the midst of a haboob. I'm going to call false on the <laughs> oh, third kid not being a big deal. Uh, is that a false? Oh, no, no. The mathematics is uh, exponential once you oh, once you start. So after two. After two. Two, two so, is great. Yeah. Apparently, so it's, like, it's just because it's, it's, so it's like evenly matched. It's like the Richter scale. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and even though the new kid is not, I mean, she's a... A blessing from the she's Lord. She's adorable. Um, but she, like, she's cute as hell. Her eyelashes are super flowy and Aww. awesome. She Aww. eats. She sleeps. Like she's sleeping through the night already. Like she's good. Ooh, nice. But the older two have gone through some. Uh, yeah, they're acting out. Metamorphosi. Yeah, they're acting out. The they're a little jealous, are they? Little little middle Millie is. Uh, she's oh, rough. Middle, she's rough nowadays. It's hard to be a middle middle. Yeah, um, I know. I feel bad for the kid. Well, you know, that's <laughs> it is hard the, to be a middle child. She's what I would have said to mine is you're showing your ass. Yeah, she she does that a little bit. Actually, she does it on purpose. Uh, normally, we're like, Millie, get over here. We got to put some panties on. She immediately turns <laughs> around and shakes her ass at you. Uh, that's what she does. <laughs> she, the naked ass shake is her favorite thing to do in the world. Well, yeah, gosh, I know we lived with somebody like that too. Yeah, yeah. He, Hopefully, he they were a toddler. Well, no, actually, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, our our old our youngest um, Bella says that's not true. Well, Bella's wrong in this. Yeah, case. she doesn't know. He liked to show his ass. In fact, we still have a picture of him jumping over a fire with a loincloth on. Nothing else, just a loincloth on. Burning so this is only protecting dirted. the bits. Yeah, protecting the bits, but uh, singeing his his. Uh, yeah, yeah. Copious butt hairs. His his butthole. <laughs> so we went he's, from toddler to adult jumping over yeah, fire. So well, he, he didn't do that when he was a toddler, people. No, no, he didn't. He waited, I was a good he mother. until he was a sensible 16, 17, 18 years well, old. So when, you're, when you're old enough to have this, the age of consent for open flames, right? Maybe, maybe he was trying to remove his pelt. Mm. <laughs> and it was grooming is what that he's, was. He's got a pelt. I, for there a primitive pl- grooming methods. <laughs> there are places for that. You can get a Brazilian. Oh. Yes. How much is a Brazilian? Oil? I have no idea. I haven't priced could you, it. Could you describe a Brazilian? <laughs> <laughs> all right, the show all right. Is getting too saucy. We've already it's gone off track. It's <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, people. I'm going to try to keep it together today because you know that's why that he brought me on board when when Habitron here uh, uh, 
had to go about life. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll try to keep it uh, organized. Yeah. She's, do we have a plan today? Well, we sort of have a plan. Yeah, we kind of do. But uh, school, I got a post-it note. School. <laughs> there you go. As long as you got a post-it note. We got a post-it note. I, I ain't got shit. There you go. Even better. Uh, we're both. We're both. We're all three. The three of us. Whatever are, throth is. I yes, guess. We're a truffle. Are we a truffle? Radio thruple. A thruple. <laughs> we're we're all about to start school. Yes, we are. Um, so this is our end podcast. So we thought. But unlike last year when we were about to start school, it's gotten weirder and also more the way it normally was. It's kind of strange. We've got mm. last year we were all concerned about COVID. And we're and we uh, had this whole again. thing. We had this whole thing about you had to be six feet apart from everybody. Yeah, so we were working hard, which on doesn't that. actually work in a classroom. No, unless you got fifteen kids, which that doesn't happen in most schools. No, mm-hmm. and now we thought, well, this year we'll start; it'll be all normal, and then here comes. Yeah, and and now we've already had two press conferences. Uh, JBE is a fussed at us again. And, Dad, yeah, <laughs> Dad, I knew it was coming. Dad though. came and gave us a stern talking to Friday. As soon as I saw the numbers yeah, rise, we're on that naughty list as far or as Thursday. As it was Thursday. As far as this country is concerned, Louisiana stays firmly in that naughty list. But I yeah. think the lottery's helping. The lottery. Uh, apparently, uh, we're yeah. getting out of the bottoms with uh, Alabama and Mississippi. Oh, okay. Well, you I, know th- I think we've risen above that mark a little we've bit. We've raced ahead to number forty-nine. Gotta, get that, gotta get that hundred thousand. <laughs> gotta get that hundred thousand. I want the. I want the. I want the cool mill. I'll take whatever. Oh, they've already done two drawings and I we know. didn't win. Both on the the eastern it's side all of gonna the be state. New it's all going to be New Orleans. I well, know. When you look at the population base. Odds are that's probably where that's where that's there. where most of the Democrats are, and for one, for one, and they're all willing to take the mark of the beast. Exactly. Oh so my they's, God. They's not worried about the market chip from Bill Gates to try to track where you are because <laughs> the true. government doesn't know where your cell phones are already. Well, I mean, they got that microchip in the in the vaccine. Exactly. I hear that, it beeping every now and then oh, at night. Oh, it's terrible. And uh, you know, the other day I I burned myself on a a small uh, metal letter T. It was the weirdest thing. It was a lowercase lowercase T. T. And I burned myself on it after I got the vaccine. How are you gonna find a burning lowercase T out here in this country? I I don't know. You're gonna be doing so much editing today. Oh no, maybe not. (laughs) I'm not editing nothing. We're gonna uh, at the end of the year uh, a blue is gonna get released. Listeners, you're gonna get it all. Editing's for wussies. Just raw. All right. Yes, so so right. we're we're Take loosely we're loosely doing <laughs> raw video or raw audio. Video. I'm talking Un- edited footage. Raw, raw audio. Yeah. Well, no, the video is raw. You too. people with your dirty minds. What oh, do you mean, I- you people? <laughs> what kind of thing is that to say to us? We're so, here out of the kindness. So of as our you can see, supporting you along this whole podcast journey this entire <laughs> it's way. It's been a year. So so we need to get to the podcast. We I need suppose. to actually get to it. Okay. I wrecked them. So. You can tell. You can tell oh. that we have tightly woven. This Our rich end of the end of the summer podcast because we've got to go back to work. Podcast. Yes, so we, this podcast sounds like my desk looks. I call it organized chaos. That's I, it. I that's like it, it too. That's right. Um, we're going to do what we normally do, which is kind of thank our listeners for being a part. Uh, you guys, yeah. Thanks thank you. to the people who call us and leave messages. Oh, my God. So excited that people are actually willing to take a few minutes and call and a us. special shout out <laughs> to a special listener out there named You know Kisses. who you are. You That's right. Who. Kisses. Yes, yes. Mm. All right. Um, so we're going to start local with our, with our little – there's a rash of uh, – 
things going on in Lake Charles. Well, we're talking about the heel of the boot, We folks. are talking All about right. our, our area, Deb, Southwest. take it away. All right, so we've got a, a right now, we, we used to have just regular car break-ins like normal but yeah you know currently break in and steal your gun yeah, yeah. your stereo yeah. simple things and they Let kept your purse warning, out. shame on you kept yeah, warning right. us not to bring a gun in the car and don't leave it in there all that good stuff but now we have moved on from just breaking your window and breaking into your car to stealing your catalytic converter yeah and it has turned into well a, a perfect storm of crap for people uh for a local parked her car at the catholic church go to start it up somebody's cut off her catalytic converter in the church in the church parking, parking lot, lot so. have these people no scruples no shame no. there's no shame no. in the world they need to go to confession so locally we've had four or five arrests recently and my favorite is the we have a dumas who he left his cell phone under the truck no, I, I believe it's pronounced dumbass we can call him alexandre I, i'm gonna be alexandre <laughs> he's a dumbass yeah uh he he went down to a boat launch so apparently while some some man was out fishing he climbed under the man's truck and cut off his catalytic converter and left his cell phone. So <laughs> at least yeah. that's not identifiable. Yeah, left yeah, at the yeah, scene under it. the victim's truck. The uh, perfect crime. <laughs> this is like CSI Miami. This they is had, CSI Lake Charles. You got the dude. The dude's like, you know, everybody's got 30 cops. They're sweeping the area for fingerprints, looking for evidence. Old redhead dude shows up with his sunglasses, takes the sunglasses off dramatically. He's like, yes. what's that over there? Looking in his... <laughs> peripheral vision and well, it's a driver's there. license and a bloody knife oh cool have you a serial number for like a vehicle and something I mean, uh, a detective I, I found a hair yeah okay whatever oh what's <laughs> that over there That's... it's like a perfect murder kit the dude just happened to leave behind in the bushes that nobody else saw but redhead man <laughs> he might as well just had ink on his feet and he follows little footprints back to his house <laughs> dear police i am the murderer here's my address Here is it oh he he did he left so much evidence so they executed a search warrant on his cell phone of course led him to uh, mr robert northrop of uh the lake area and and of course they upon investigation found out he had recently sold a catalytic converter to a local business in the area get out uh yeah we actually had another one who left uh, blood on the window so our catalytic converter thieves are not extremely intelligent well he cut himself on a sawzall i'll bet yeah, I, I have no idea but he did leave dna there are worse forms of dna that you could leave behind at a oh that's sickening. in the process of stealing a catalytic converter that Who is knows? that is a kink we did not cover. Uh, Stay believe, tuned to the end of the podcast. I believe something <laughs> similar recently happened at the Cannes Film Festival where the Palme d'Or oh, yes. was awarded to a, a movie about a woman who has uh, relations with a car. With a car. A uh, car. Was that the tailpipe? Oh, so she's a lesbian because cars are female. It gets better. Fuel tank. In the movie, from what I read, this is totally hearsay, she lactates oil. After having relations with the car. That's disgusting. So, so the idea of somebody leaving behind certain DNA evidence after removing a catalytic converter, that's sort of like, well, it's almost like a vasectomy for a car, right? Well, I mean, it, but I if guess. she's lactating oil, is that indicative of her being a cyborg? Mm, I don't know. I don't know the whole detail. Yeah, it doesn't make any freaking sense. No, it doesn't. Bi well, the, the biology doesn't This is one work. of those artsy fartsy movies, I guess, is what the yes. official term is. It's, uh, I believe it's French. Oh, flash. From France. From France. 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 <laughs> I don't think you should talk about the French like that. All right. So that's our local. We're not talking about Cajun French. We're talking about 
France, French. But, but those are my people. The frogs. <laughs> those are my my people. No. Yeah, but your people got exiled, man. Isn't that the people you're talking about? No. They, they got out. I guess we split off into I got, I got some of into those. two groups. Um, some so of those forbidden frogs. <laughs> they had another group of gentlemen. Uh, three of them have been arrested. Fifteen in one night. Catalytic converters. Uh, oh. Apparently, they they say to stop this, <laughs> you need to weld some rebar <laughs> to protect your catalytic converter. That's, they've got shops now. That's what they're doing. They're just, they're welding so rebar I, around your catalytic converter to protect because it. the sawzall has a real difficult time cutting through rebar. Wouldn't that kind of void your warranty or something like that? If you have a, I, mean, I guess if you're driving old those clunker. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where I got to worry about that. But I had a real problem with the story at one point said, if, if there is a group that's able to get the chemicals out of a catalytic converter, they're worth thousands and thousands of dollars an ounce. And I say nonsense (laughs) because you get a catalytic converter put on, it's about 1500 bucks. At, at, at the high end, you can get them lower if it's a used catalytic converter. I got one for you. But if you've got, if you've got, if a catalytic converter has, you know, nearly twenty thousand dollars worth of chemicals in it, then you're not buying one for fifteen hundred dollars. Well, that makes but zero it's not, sense. Yeah, it's that's an not ounce. Economical. So how much is actually in one? You see, you've got to steal several to get an ounce. I to mean, get an ounce. Of, yeah, because you're not getting a full ounce when you steal from one. So well, friends, if you're, it's in if numbers, you're quantity. About, if you're thinking about stealing catalytic converters, just a word of advice: learn to make meth. It's so much uh, easier. And wear cargo shorts and button your pocket with your cell phone. Yeah, yeah, don't so leave your cell phone uh, Oh, absolutely. And don't leave cargo your DNA. Shorts, they're going to make a comeback one of these days. That's Don't <laughs> leave your DNA if you've been arrested before. Yeah, try not to bleed or <laughs> hey, secrete. I'm, I'm a white anything. man over 50. Cargo shorts are half my wardrobe. Hell yes, man. <laughs> you love that. That's true. All right, so we, we're going to branch out. We're, we're still sticking with the, with the boot. We're still in the boot? We're still in the boot because this one is not so much what the guy did. It's what he did after his uh, his leap of faith. So, uh, you know, a Chafalaya River bridge, the Chafalaya River Basin Bridge is what? Uh, anybody know the actual 22 miles? How long is that bridge? I think it's 18. 18? I think it's 18 miles. Okay. Okay. So... Bigger than bigger than a bread box. When you yeah, when you're large. on a bridge that's that long and there's a car wreck, you may be there for an extended period of time. Apparently, a, a man recently, we all have Jimmy that. Jimmy Jennings of Lafayette, he got bored during the uh, shutdown of the bridge while he was waiting for them to move the accident, right. and he decided that he would try jumping off the bridge into the Atchafalaya River. Ah. Okay. All what right. a legend. Well, I figure he was probably like a TikTok challenge or something. You know, I he, think wanted, he, was he wanted them to film Hi, it. I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty much it because his friends, of course, filmed it as everything is filmed recently. 18 miles. There you go. Boom. Thank you, I sir. win. I was you right. Win. 18 you, miles. The book of knowledge. I don't, Hell know where, yes. I don't know where I got 22, right but habits. it sounded book good. Of all right. Point for me. So so the story, as often happens, is you, you read a story and you have more questions than the story actually answers. Uh, the man jumped from the bridge, uh, swam and wandered around the area for several hours before being rescued. <laughs> rescued, you mean, and arrested. He can be seen sprinting before jumping off the bridge during... Uh, when he jumped, uh, here we go. Man who jumped later posted on Facebook that it was a bad decision. <laughs> no shite. Yeah, yeah. His shoulders were sore, huh. and he's only alive thanks to 
his faith and the rescuers. But I don't think that's actually the the case here because when I hit the water, my shoulders went up and I had to start swimming. He would soon find himself on land where he says he could not see the bridge anymore. And then he spent... How far did he jump? He would then (laughs) spend about an hour trying to find his way to civilization on a four-wheeler. Who planted the four-wheeler? Or did he steal one? Uh, no civilization, but we there's a four-wheeler. Well, that goes that hand in hand with banjo country. Okay, wait, it gets weirder. <laughs> what? It gets weirder. He <laughs> told that? us he rode around on the four-wheeler until he realized he was on an island. I then took a boat around, and I rode it until wait, I ran what, out of whoa, water. Boat? When is this movie going to happen? <laughs> And whose camp did he rob? I, I, God, he got a four-wheeler. He's he got, got a, a four-wheeler. Then he so, got a boat. Somehow he avoided getting moccasined or alligatored. And then he ran out of water. Then he found a catalytic converter just laying on the ground. And a cell phone. <laughs> After finding a four-wheeler, a boat, he then told us he found a house and tried finding Near, someone for oh, help so or a you. telephone. And he ended up trying <laughs> to find his way f- to civilization using the boat. So we go back to the boat. It was pretty crazy, me getting back to shore where I was at. I couldn't even see the bridge anymore, he told us. Finally, the police found him. Good. <laughs> they asked him with their He said, Jennings said they all had their guns drawn on me, told me to get on the ground. Well, yeah, he'd stolen a four-wheeler, a, a boat, boat and broke, broke into, into a, a house. house. <laughs> I listened to them. He's a one-man crime spree. They told him to put his hands up, but he couldn't. Because his, his shoulder. shoulders hurt from the leap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to see a movie, and I want Johnny Knoxville in the leading role. Absolutely. Do his own stunts. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, again, th- this story to me just leaves so many more questions. Well, first of all, can we point out that if we hadn't had all this heavy rain, the chances of him being skewered by a stump, by a cypress knob. Yeah, usually yeah. that bridge is like way up. Yeah, and you jump off, there's a good chance you're hitting a cypress stump when you yeah. <laughs> get nice and impaled. That would be an interesting look at a traffic jam. But it would a whole bit different story on the Long in the Boots podcast. <laughs> yeah. Man gets impaled by a cypress knee. <laughs> yeah, so I, I need to know about the four-wheeler. I need to know why there's a boat. I need... And, just, and how do you jump so far away from the bridge that, that you, you can can't no longer, see it's it? It's not like there's a heavy current. Yeah, I I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the Chaffee line kind of stays. I mean, the only place does the Chaffee Basin Bridge ever go across? Well, it goes across the river. Yeah, it I goes mean, over the river. It'd be a but stupid the, name. The Chaffee doesn't. It doesn't like rush. No, it just no, is there. It's, it's a just me- it's meandering. It's, with, it's meandering. It's, it meanders. Yeah, it's, it's an easy river. I wouldn't go like whitewater rafting on the Chaffee It's no, not going to yeah, be, no. be a good way to pass the time. Well, anyway, so that was uh, that was my other... Yeah, tubing on the Atchafalaya, if you're on for two hours yeah, on a probably, tube, you probably it's, travel it's, at eighth of a mile. Yeah, not, not <laughs> like the Guadalupe or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so there's my, there's my two uh, Louisiana stories. We can branch out from there. So, oh, there's so yeah, much. Yeah, we're free-balling it now, people. Ooh, <laughs> free-balling it. <laughs> Entirely winged, wang, wong. <laughs> well, Habs, you're out of practice, but uh, give it a shot. What, 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 anything, <laughs> yeah. uh, our, pre-game, uh, our pre-game faces were pretty serious there. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if you all noticed this, folks, but uh, there really is no rhyme or reason to this one. There's no definite topic. We're just... yeah. We're freeballing it. Shooting a breeze. That's right. Shooting it's a breeze. Been a while. Chewing the rug, cutting the mustard, whatever. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, well, this isn't from the boot, but this is from, you know, one of the, the motherlands of the boot. 
Canada. Mm, hey, relax, guy. So British. we have a, a dude in Toronto, apparently. is a, He's charged from breaking into a downtown apartment to cook a meal. He broke into an apartment to cook, to a, cook meal. a meal while also trying on the clothes of the female tenant. Ooh. So the 33-year-old woman came home and found the accused in her home. Uh, in it, her was, home. it was reported that he had cooked a meal while wearing her clothes. And apparently, you know, if you haven't checked the veracity of this dude, um, <laughs> he stole some of her personal items. So it wasn't just, hey, I really want to see how I look in these clothes, but he got I also would like you to show up to a nice home-cooked meal. Stole per- perhaps he, well, first, what did he wear? He was it, was it a little capri? Was it a <laughs> skirt? A little black dress? Well, well, I mean, there's a ton of ways you could go with that, but uh, this he, they didn't Toronto tell you what, uh, mm. Newspaper is uh, not really very thorough into the actual details of what the dude was yeah, wearing. Yeah, see, if I was the reporter, I'd want to know exactly what garments he was in. Was it just lingerie? Did he open a refrigerator and see that she had some and, really good food? And I mean, he, well, he was charged with breaking and entering, at least. But I mean, well, well I don't I know mean, where we, you go with. We need to know what kind of clothes, though. Too. I want to like, see a high end. I want to see a, see, a exactly. mugshot of him in the dress. Yeah, or whatever I, he's exactly. Wearing. I want. There's just know a what mugshot of him. He's wearing a like a white t-shirt. And he's got like a bruise on his cheekbone, and his jaw looks crooked. <laughs> that was before or after the was he hit? apprehension. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe police brutality it, it might, might be a different story. The, not in Canada. They not in Canada. They're like, hey, guy, they why, do. why'd you break into this house, guy? <laughs> they don't do that. Well, wait, South, Park, Come on, buddy. South okay. Park told us their jaws are different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, their heads aren't, the tops of their heads aren't oh, even connected to Bella's the tell, Bella says, uh, fact check. Safe, when You can't break into somebody's house and cook a meal now. <laughs> this is hyperbole, folks. Hyperbole. That's exactly how they sound in Canada. I don't know. I've been, I've been to the airport in Toronto. I know how the Canadians hey, sound. Hi, um, relax. Back in the early 90s, our house was broken into in Lake Charles, and they stole all of my Reese's peanut butter cups and a two-liter bottle of Pepsi. That's awful. That, yeah. That is awful. They had all, everything of value piled up at the door. Yeah. <laughs> but all they got away with was the Reese's. And oh, and our, the and our mail cups. cat. You can't really put a price on the peanut butter cups, man. That stuff is, that's a hot item. Our mail cat was never the same either because he got out that night. He got out and we didn't see him for three days. And when he comes back, he's got like branches in his hair. He's all just lived some life in those two days. Because he was an indoor cat. He he went, he stole a boat and a four-wheeler and broke into somebody's house. It was an island. His eyes were all glazed. (laughs) He was just making weird noises. Oh, Ringo. And we could never keep him in the house after that. We'll see a movie about that cat. He, uh, He went and, I'm assuming, spread his DNA all over. Lake Charles over by Lake Street. Yeah, we were living by the mall over there. Yeah, but yeah. L- over by Lake is where he was last spotted <laughs> racing through somebody's backyard. Sowing some wild He oats. was a noticeable cat. He was beautiful. Anyway, so yeah. yeah. yeah huh. Cooking wow. dinner. Cooking dinner. Maybe he was homeless and he just needed some clothes and a, and a meal. Yeah, but how do you come yeah. to that where you're like, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to break into someone's home and cook them a nice meal. I think yeah. the meal probably was just, was a, just for him. add-on. I mean, yeah. I, I heard I've heard rumor that Guy Fieri likes to break into people's homes and. Oh wait, no, that's not cooking. That's it. Never what mind. You, <laughs> you have gone off the rails, sir. Are we ever on the rails? No, <laughs> no probably we've, not. We've jumped off that bridge long ago. Probably not. Four wheeler in a boat. I don't know if our all of our listeners realize that we have all worked together. <laughs> Yeah, we, 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 we know each other. We do There's a long other. history here. <laughs> a long history. Habits broke into the house one night, and we said, he has a nice voice. Let's put him on uh, the air. What's he cooking? <laughs> he broke into the house and cooked us a nice meal. That's <laughs> it. We're going to keep this one. Yeah, the finest hamburger helper all around. 
All right. Well, you know, you, if, you're, if you're if you're if you're going to break into people's homes, perhaps that's the way to get them not to call the police. It's the least you can do. What if you cook really really well? Like this son of a bee done broke into my house. I'm somebody. Hey, hey this is tasty. Hey, somebody meal. comes home. was like, my TV's gone. What is this Chateau Briand? Oh, oh, this oh. is quite nice. <laughs> On a nice little Marsala. Great praise. <laughs> It would have it would have cost me as much as that TV to go out. <laughs> We're saving the South Park references. Habs. <laughs> that show is almost as old as I am. It's it's difficult it's, to it's, avoid. You, the, yeah, I was ten is. when that show started. Yeah. It's difficult to avoid references to South Park. I think our daughter life. was born the year it began. And that was then, The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. The Simpsons, yeah, yeah, Simpsons, Simpsons started in eighty nine. Yeah, Simpsons okay. did it. That's Simpsons it. was eighty nine. South Park was ninety seven. Ninety seven. Okay, because our kids were already yeah, old a, enough. I was a ten year old. I remember yeah. having to like sneak it like a drug at night. I was like, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch oh. South Park. It's a it's a cartoon, but they say bad words. Yeah, no, we, we watched parent, it with our kids. If you're a parent of one of my son's friends, your kids saw South Park. So <laughs> yeah, they oh yeah, yeah, I love it. But we talked about it. We we Absolutely. used it as an educational. It is. My dad never understood it. Like when I was watching it, it would be like a really awesome episode that's got all kind of like social satire and commentary in it. And he would walk in with a singing piece of crap would show up. Yeah. And, and he he's just like, didn't get you it. serious? This is a show about a singing piece of crap. My like, mom will oh, still tell no, you. No, it's so more, much I more. Swear. My mom will still tell you South Park is nothing but it's about a bunch of kids who cuss a lot. Yeah, but she didn't <laughs> like she didn't like Monty Python either. No, she didn't no, get Monty so Python. No, so it just, yeah. It's weird. You gotta have levels to understand. She Open. was worried. She had to talk to her friends about the fact that I was watching Monty Python, uh, <laughs> the Monty Python series when I was in seventh grade. Oh man! And I didn't a, get a lot of the references, but, but what it was, was there it was, was still as funny. you get older, compelling. it's been stewing, and yeah. Like, yeah. now it's just like a very enriched life you but, have led because of that. But because I'm old, it was only on PBS at yeah. night, yeah. like at ten o'clock, and she had to go ask her friends about this show that was on that her son was watching, and all of her friends said the same thing. What's Monty Python? Nobody was watching me. I did what the hell I wanted to oh, do. Wait till I right, start making well, movies. That's when it gets real good. I've got an important story that will all affect. All right. I've, it could do affect share. all of us. Oh, and, gee, long. Not really. Uh, just two words. Alcohol shortage. <laughs> Alcohol shortage. I know. Then there was a coffee shortage story recently, too. Both yeah. of those things would be devastating. Well, it turns out that. Alcohol itself, no shortage. Pretty easy to do, really. <laughs> it's a very renewable own. resource. I can't make my own coffee without beans. <laughs> Look, leave, leave some grape juice sitting around. It, it, it'll eventually be wine oh, yeah, or, or vinegar. Uh, anyway, um, no, the problem is there is a shortage, a uh, pandemic-caused shortage uh, of bottles and cans. Oh, it's the vessel, not yes. – well, then we just all need growlers. Brewers are able to produce the alcohol, but package packaging shortages mean they can't finish the product. So the product's going bad in the brewers' businesses. Oh, that's sacrilege! Yeah, they they have tons of beer. They got plenty of beer. They don't have the packaging for it. Well, then they need to get creative. What more people need to invest in the kegerator? Because then instead of having to have bottles or cans, you would have this little handy dandy appliance right next to the garbage disposal, which nobody has anymore, right? No, Um, but (laughs) you go over there and you have your own tap. Yeah, your keg and boom. I've been been trying to pitch this to the wife for a while. <laughs> well, now with the, now with kegerator. the third child, you might you might get it. Maybe well, I got a big shop. Christmas is coming, Habs. <laughs> maybe oh boy, maybe we should put kegerators in the bathroom near like a urinal. See that way you don't have to go very far. You just and, and you know you know I I self fulfilling prophecy. They yeah. want to get rid of urinals. 
Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, some I, of them are kind of yeah. grody. They're sexist, apparently. They're sexist. Yeah. We should all have to sit. We should all have the same. Everybody sit. Yes. The, the toilet, was, the great equalizer. Well, you Put have the holes in the, the ground like in Japan. I had There's one person Mexico, I knew when too. I was squatty potties. Yeah. Mexico. I had one person I knew in high school that I would go over and uh, purchase things from this individual. And uh, catalytic converters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more of a, a vegetable matter. But Fair anyways, well. this was high school. But he he lived in his own part of the house, and he had a urinal in his bathroom. In the house. No in the house. No toilet. Wow. Just had a urinal. He would go into the big house to, you know, make a major transaction. I was about to say, what did, what did, what did he do for the, the second number? I was going to say, now I'm but back to like South Park closet. again. You can just He had like a urinal. little closet, and he had the hot water heater in there, and next to it was a urinal. And it, I just thought that was the that greatest thing ever. Odd, was it in the house when they purchased it? No, it was added. Oh, okay. this was a this was so a thought was out project. Yeah, yeah somebody add added on. a urinal to the little tiny closet. You know what every man cave needs? Oh, <laughs> a urinal, a water a closet urinal. urinal, and he puts it next to the hot water heater. That's where it was. So it's warm. It is warm. always warm. It's a cozy place to mm. wee. Yeah, it was a cozy to ha- place to, to have wee. a nice wee. But it was amazing. I, first time I went over there, I was supposed to, you ain't gonna believe what he's got over there. And I was like, what? Go look. Go look in there. <laughs> Seriously, dude's got a freaking urinal. And, and I opened the door. I was like, is that? Is that a urinal? Guy goes, yep. Mm. Well, how do you make a major transaction? He's a well. Then I go in the house, but this was off of the house. It was like a little tiny addition that was added on. A, a mother-in-law. And, uh, but the hot water heater, you don't have a sink. He goes, no, that's for the house. Huh? Yeah. So you got to okay. walk around with your nasty hands <laughs> for the big for the big stuff. After the minor transaction. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Correct. Oh. After the week. all right. Well, that's. I'm sure the guy ended up in jail eventually. Anyway, so that's uh, an innovator, man. I've never <laughs> I've never seen a, a urinal in a domicile. Yeah. Wow. But it makes. I don't say that about many friends. <laughs> well, you got to you got to admit, actually, a small urinal close to the ground would be great for like training boys. It really would be useful. I mean, especially if you're yeah, not in Louisiana, because yeah. here we have crawfish holes. Um, that is the the training method du jour and fires uh, that people do. Yeah, you put out fires, light a little fire, and have some crawfish holes. I remember uh, yeah, the crawfish our son, holes our son and his friend yeah, got caught doing that. They putting out a fire, putting out a fire. It's not a problem that girl dads like I, me have to face. No, no. <laughs> well, no. Hey, women can do everything too. Women, and don't women tell do Camille that. Now. Camille's going to be out in the yard. She's going to be the holes. one. Yeah, <laughs> saying I can do this. Oh yeah, they can leave me it. alone, daddy. Women can do anything now. Our grandson just managed to In fact, do his to. first stand up uh, at the at the potty. Oh, yeah! Oh yeah. boy, we're, quite, yeah. we're all we're his, his, clapping jo- for his him. jokes suck though. I thought so. he was getting into comedy. I was like, oh, his stand up. He's going to get heckled so very, bad. Very Bella's telling audience. you, Mm-mm. can't no. you hit that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Urinals. There you go. Bella's still barking. Girls at can us. do everything now. You know, they're about to get start getting uh, having to register for the draft. Are they? That's really? about to happen. They've been talking about that forever. Yeah, they it's actually coming to fruition now. Okay. They announced it. Uh, the ACLU is all excited. They're like, "Yes, finally, yes, we're equality. fair." I'm sure a lot equal. of people have been pushing for equal rights. Are like, uh, my thing is, can we rethink this a little bit? Shouldn't we go the other way? Hmm. How about we just stop, stop doing wars. selective service? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, there, does anyone see the possibility of a war happening in the future where you would need draftees? It's going to be some fat dude with a joystick pushing buttons. Yeah, yeah. You oh, sending drones. in drones. We're just sending That's, in drones. You're not going to need Band of Brothers no. 21st century style. Okay. That's nobody, not going to happen. Nobody's storming the beach. It's not going to happen. We're no. standing storming crap. We're going to have our little finger on the button. And, yeah. Hey, watch this. I'm going to take this guy out with my button. Boom, boom. And we've got and hypersonic missiles. and hyper Hydrosonic, I thought, was what uh, President Trump said, right? Like well, hydrosonic. Like yeah, he, he said hydrosonic. We got, we got hydrosonic toothbrush missiles. Well, those are the missiles. underwater. 
Yes. Yes. That, and, they and get that, rid of cavities and a rabs. A rabs. We can cut oh, that later. A rabs is insensitive. I'm sorry. I, I miss. I miss him. Oh. It sure was interesting. That's for sure. The, Wait, the uh, news. The news media clearly misses him because they bring him up still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, good old days. Uh, the salad days. Mm, all right. Wrong. You got any other stories, G-Long? Well, I can talk about the, uh, um, well, I mean, I've got so many. It's There's there's some that are really crazy. Um, okay. The, the chief of police of Washington, D.C., he finally has the answer to why crime has spiked, violent crime, oh, okay. gun shootings especially, why this has spiked as much as it has. And you know what it is? Are you ready? Do tell. Marijuana. Marriage one's bad. Oh, Oh. Sorry, South Park. Sorry. He well, said, why did I? Th- but but those people just get well mellow. peaceful and mellow and want to eat. Yeah, yeah, I would never want to shoot somebody whilst no, stoned. No. Allegedly, I read about it in a magazine. He said because they have stopped locking up people for minor marijuana crimes. Oh, those people would commit major crimes as well. That they it is leading to people not being worried about the police. Hmm. So. Now, now remember in Washington D.C., you can it's legal in D.C. Yeah, you yeah. can go so buy. So you it. can, and in so many places now, the the it's very confusing. But apparently, they have marijuana pop ups happening in Washington D.C. where somebody will just set up a shop for like eight hours. Is it like a kiosk? A kiosk like like yeah. Portobello Road? <laughs> it's black market. Yeah, it's like Portobello. Exactly correct. Portobello Road. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he said the unlawful marijuana pop-ups and the unlawful distribution of marijuana is a recipe for disaster. A recipe for... Well, see, I have a... I actually have a story, I think, that kind of explains what's probably going on, and it's boredom. <laughs> Boredom? Boredom. Mm-hmm. You think? you got to be yeah. bored to have like a marijuana push cart in the 21st century, I guess. In a, <laughs> well, in apparently, area. and see, I thought this story, I initially thought the story was about the pandemic because, you know, last year, a everybody, a lot of boredom. That. But this is in 2014. Wait, wait, you didn't let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, I had, I had, I had a line that I thought was really oh, funny. Stay right. tuned. Get your line. Do it. So the guy, the guy says... Uh, the police chief took aim at the city's prosecutors for re- refusing to prosecute crimes related to marijuana. And uh, it is legal to carry less than two ounces of marijuana. Now, this is important. All right. Less than two ounces is legal. Chief of police said, think about it. What's the risk for people? Is there a prosecution that's going to happen? Really? Is there a prosecution that's going to happen of a guy with marijuana? I've heard of some community members say that these guys are keeping scales on them so they can measure out their product so the police are unable to lock them up. Oh, so they that's make something, sure they're under. That's something we need to have a look at as a community. I know marijuana is not a big issue, but it's tied to violent crime. Some of the violent crime that we're seeing in our city. These people are carrying <laughs> scales. Wow. That's, that's that's what they need to do. They need to have like uh, crack down on the portable miniature scale market. That's it. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's the paraphernalia, and that's part of yes. the paraphernalia. Well, I remember watching those Cheech and Chong movies, how many violent brawls always resulted oh, from their frequent their, marijuana, their marijuana use. use. Those were the most mm-hmm. violent movies of all time. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Wrong. Well, remember, you remember back in the 80s when all the uh, marijuana was coming in from Colombia and how that was causing... Oh, the paraquat? <laughs> We're back facetious. to uh, yeah, marijuana. Yeah, that's it. that's it. That's it. And the scale. Well, justice and when, carries. And when scales. they learned how to make crack out of marijuana, 
Uh, it got really bad. It got really yeah, bad. It was really bad. <laughs> Shooting each other and, and all. Yeah. Okay. I was only two and a half when the 80s ended. I'm not going to really get uh, very much into this conversation. Folks. I would have to say he's probably an older older man, right? No, actually he's not. As the, uh, but he's decided that he's going to blame all the violence in Washington, D.C. on weed. And uh, scales. Because he says, scales. he says the profit It's margin. a slippery slope. Again, it's legal. Here's a thought. Just crazy, I know. Maybe cut the taxes on the legal weed and so you have fewer black market scale carriers with the illegal market (laughs) and people will just go to the store and buy it. That's right. And you can regulate it. You could tax it. But I mean, if you cut back on it, you're not going to have as many, uh, whatever the weed moonshiner would be. Every every state that legalized weed and taxed it higher than the going rate on the black market is stunned that the black market is still thriving. Yeah, exactly. Colorado's not having that problem. That's the only reason you have alcohol uh, moonshine stuff going on now is tax evasion. Tax, yeah. yeah. Cut exactly. back on that tax. Sure, there's other ways you can squeeze that money out of, you know. And we're willing to pay interestingly the taxes shaped if it's rocket for, owners. <laughs> if it's reasonable and for something we actually want. Sure. And we can't have different laws, federal and state. That that the confusion and chaos that's stemming from that across well, the country. Well, I'm I'm waiting is, for the first bust of somebody who's going f- like from one state one where it's to, legal, yeah. crossing a state where it's not, and going now to you're another like a, state where it's legal. Yeah. Because well, that's going to be... Interview, we got to get gas. Well, there's going to have function. to be reciprocity, just like with guns for most states. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They'll have to think... Well, they've got enough to sort out right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of stuff going there's on. stuff going on? <laughs> stuff going on. All right. So I'm going to touch on this real quick. Okay. Because I found it interesting. Touch away. In 2014, psychologists at the University of Virginia conducted a simple experiment because they wanted to showcase the power of the human mind. They placed subject in, subjects in a room by themselves with no distractions for roughly 10 minutes, letting them be alone with their thoughts. Uh, they thought that people's imaginations would take hold, and the whole point of the study was to promote the sheer pleasure that we derive from just thinking. Right. Being alone, using our imagination, thinking, taking cell phones away. Well, we thought this imagination. Oh, boy. Thank you, SpongeBob. Um, We thought this would be great. People are so busy. It would give them a chance to slow down, sit quietly, daydream for a few minutes. However, um, as we ran this study, it was a complete failure. Turns out people really hated it. They found them the experience so unpleasant that many of them preferred physical pain over the discomfort of boredom. When given the opportunity to self-administer a mild electric shock to themselves with a button, 67% of men and 25% of women pressed the button at least once to pass the time. (laughs) One man (laughs) shocked himself 190 times in 10 minutes. Wow. Because they couldn't sit and be with themselves and their own thoughts for 10 minutes. Minutes. I can see a dude being curious about the electric shock, though. 67% like, of men and uh, only 25% of women. Yeah, so. women I, I, I can see a, a dude being like, I bet it, I bet it don't hurt. Apparently that one guy really I, liked it. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> point out that I'm that guy, but uh, first time I bought a taser, way oh, back yeah, when, yeah, the yeah. handheld of kind course. with the two little metal prods on yeah. it, yeah. I was at work. This is when I worked for Olin Mills. It's true, Bella. Shut up. Um <laughs> And uh, I was curious about, could you shock somebody through a doorknob? Well, yeah, if it's a metal doorknob, yeah, (laughs) absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, and they just, you know, continued those studies because, hmm. Yeah. I'm not lying. 
I know. Yeah, I don't know why she's calling me on this. It's an actual story. Uh, apparently, as they continued studying, because that was not the expected. Okay. She's going to need to stop. All right. Um, I marked it so I know where she, I can go she's, back in. She's smelling the malarkey. Yeah, the malarkey. <laughs> the bullshit is thick here. There's malarkey everywhere. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so this woman went on to devote her entire research career to the science of boredom. Right. I, I want to know about the science of the shock. Well, and that's it, right? People aren't just more willing to hurt themselves when they're bored. Uh, they're more willing to hurt others and behave sadistically. Uh, <laughs> grinding up bugs in a coffee grinder, hitting well, we people. We remember the, the Milgram. Yeah. What did the Milgram experiment? Yeah. Where they yeah. got people to, they thought they were torturing people with shocks. Yeah, yeah it was. He was proving that people would, would do, you would know, do Nazi, it, Nazi-esque but, things But out of sheer people. boredom? I mean, back then people Well, what other reason? I mean. <laughs> well, now I think technology has caused I'm gonna, us I'm to. I'm going to say just this is totally uh, without any science whatsoever that at least 3% of Nazis did horrible things out of sheer boredom. Out of sheer boredom? Uh-huh. They just wanted something to do? Yeah. What, well, do you, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know, man. I'm so bored. You want to go hassle some Jews? Yeah, let's go hassle let's some go people. Let's go do that. Well, some some experts believe that this is a modern phenomenon. Phenomenon? Phenomenon? That's a great word. Driven by technology and the constant overload of meaningless stimulation. Which is probably what we're doing right here. Historical yeah. <laughs> historical literature, though, proves that even our counterparts... That was very meta. Thank, thank you. you. So I appreciate meta. that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> that's because I'm good at my rhetoric. That even our counterparts in ancient times had the burden of tedium to bear. And he's got a uh, the Roman rich, right? On the nature of things, as he fl- the Roman rich flee the city, their city houses to country homes to escape the lingering sense of dissatisfaction. And, of course, monks. Apparently, there's lots of references. Monks were bored. Monks were extremely bored. <laughs> well, I guess so. Is that why they made so much beer? Yes. Yeah. And champagne. Some do. And champagne. That's why they also did lots of graffiti in the margins of they books did. that later became important. <laughs> they, they're illuminating and now, painting. Now we're like, they're... oh, look at this fine illumination. No, that was just a bored monk. He's yeah, like, that dude was, one of them is yeah, like, I, got, I'm I don't going, have enough stuff to write. I, gotta, I, I, gotta I can't doodle. see anymore. I'm going blind. There's a famous illumination of a monk the, in, in the northern part of Scotland. And in the, the margin, he's got a little picture of a monk with little lines outside that they said indicates that the monk is shaking. <laughs> so oh, he's wow. Like, I'm, I'm freaking cold. I'm he's chilling. He's in his mind. It's cold. Because <laughs> they had they, to sit next to open windows. Well, and they and yeah. it's dark. The, the lighting is, yeah. is for shit, and they can't see, so they go blind <laughs> Keep quickly. their candles to, yeah. to thaw their ink. <laughs> so, I really enjoyed the boredom story. I thought that was interesting. Well, I mean, I believe it, too, because look at our background in education. How, how prevalent is bloody knuckles? Outside of the school setting, yeah, you know, when you look yeah. at your like less than academic kids; they're bored whenever you're up there yakking about God, old government, new history. They don't find care. it interesting. They're like, oh, "Man, I bet I make knuckle bleed these quarters." <laughs> you know, I mean, it's they're bored. Well, they're isn't bored. isn't that what those book. little spinners were? The fidget spinner the craze. Fidget, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just gave them something new to distract themselves. I with. saw. I they saw a new one. Me. There's a new one. It's not a fidget spinner. It's this little disc. That has this coating. Oh, it's the calm disc. The calm disc. Yeah, it's like a. How does that mean? It's it, like stroking a fuzzy wall. Oh, really? Oh, but wait, wall. you need a Jeffrey before you stroke. You a stroke your Jeffrey. You yeah, stroke your fuzzy okay. wall. Well, anyway, we're back to marijuana again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, it's got a. It is. Coating, it's called though. the calm. Yeah. It's calm disc, and they rub it with their thumb, and supposedly it calms them down. It Calms you down. You can you can touch it anywhere. Yeah, it's nonsense. Yeah. Touch Whatever. It. 
But we did the same things. I mean, what was it the big the big giant black combs that everybody was carrying in the late seventies and early eighties for their feathered hair? Oh, and these know. big giant handles on it, and you could take it and bend it and whack somebody with it. And so yeah. it was a thing where you would pop each Eventually, other. Eventually, it became a slap bracelet. Yeah. What else? There was the eraser test. Yeah. This was something girls invented to make guys bleed. Torture. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. how tough were you? And they take the eraser of pencil and rub it real and fast. Rub it the back raw, of until your you're. Leg, I still have a scar on the back raw. of both hands yeah. to From show you how stupid I was yeah. listening you to a girl. Were at bored? That. You weren't stupid. Yeah. Well, apparently boredom is the issue. It was trying to be tough in front of it's, a girl. It, but the problem, <laughs> I think, so you were motivated. Really, so they would have been. They would have been the ones behind the shocking of uh, patients in the Milgram experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that that don't hurt. That don't hurt. You know what that is. That's women learning the power they have over men. Absolutely. It's all it, inspiring. That. About eighth grade, eighth, episode. ninth grade, yeah. <laughs> the power of women over men. I made my English kids write an essay on that. Oh, no. I was talking about Macbeth. Mm. We use like yeah, Nancy, because Lady we Macbeth. We use like Nancy Reagan and like just whatever examples you could think of. Well, That's, people do that all the time. Usually. Women have no power in no, this society. No, women have all the power. Wrong, wrong, yeah. wrong. Oh, and you're raising the, the only children, power women so. don't have is the ability to kick your ass. And sometimes some they women can. can even Ronda do Rousey. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my wife. I guarantee you she could kick my ass. <laughs> there you go. I, I can still take Dib, I think. Still? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I got, I've got the reach on her, but man, she's got the power. You got the weight. If you get in my if you get in my grasp, you're in trouble. Yeah, but see, I I know where you sleep. Yeah, you're like a bear of about, a man. I'm still wiry. Oh, I'd I'd be like the middle ages kind of. I'd just poison you slowly. I just hit you in the head with a bottle. <laughs> I get out of bed. My daddy did not raise a woman to take that kind of shit from a man. <laughs> I don't have to live like Joke's that. Joke's on you. I'm no man. Oh. <laughs> okay. Aww. All right. Um, let me let me do this one because yeah, because we wanted to talk about this. The plants. The plants. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. I thought we were doing the restaurants. Not yet. Not we're yet. we're okay. about to. That's yeah, the finale. Yeah, yeah. That's the finale. And uh, did you have another story, by the way? I do. Okay. Yeah, go for it. It's about religious freedom. Oh, hey, all right. Always a fun topic. Apparently, so this is you know it deals with the U.S. Equal uh, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Uh, in Minnesota, they're suing a Minnesota company because apparently they violated Title VII, aka Seven, of the Civil <laughs> Rights Act of 1964. Um, this is how did they this, do that? This prohibits discrimination based on religion and requires employers to reasonably accommodate an applicant's or employee's religious practice, unless it would pose an undue hardship. The practice in case, or you know, in this case, is uh, a man is suing because they required him. To get a background check, which included getting fingerprinted. And he said being fingerprinted was a violation of his Christian faith. What? Uh, I went to Catholic school. I don't recall that. Yeah, I used to like teach Catholic school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and oh. I really haven't found any of that sort of um, thing. Um, <sighs> it doesn't specify how this violates this guy's faith. See, unanswered um, question. And they could not reach this dude suspiciously for comment. I think it might be in Leviticus. <laughs> Probably. Everything good is in Leviticus. Um, but he, he said this man was a Christian and has a sincere religious belief that he should refrain from having his fingerprints captured. Um, uh, maybe, it, maybe it goes back to like the Native American practice of not wanting to be photographed. The, the pictures. I, I, I um, could see that. I understand that capturing your soul. But there was another one Aborigines from uh, a few years back. So this is just from like a couple of days ago. Okay. Uh, this happened in Minnesota. About six years back in Pennsylvania, there was a Christian school bus driver who got fired 
could be, for religious reasons, she refused to be fingerprinted for her background check. She said that fingerprinting would leave the mark of the devil on her, which she believes is prohibited by the Bible's book of Revelation. It would stop her from getting into heaven. It's just ink. You can wash it, it, well, it off. Well, so is a tattoo, but we know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that tells, uh, tells you about me then. You're going to hell. Oh, <laughs> Wow. So um, I'm trying to figure out what the mark of the beast would be that's left on that's you. Left I'm not sure because don't they give you a nice little moist towelette to uh, to, to remove the ink? Yeah, Even yeah. nowadays, I just got fingerprinted not that long ago, and it was like a digital screen. Yeah, it screen. yeah, it's it like, not it even like a ink film. anymore. Exactly. Yeah, you don't get inked. Yeah. Well, okay, so t- I would not have expected it to happen twice. I could have, you know, once. Okay, and I think but, we already established earlier that that the mark of the beast is clearly the vaccine for COVID. I mean. That's 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 where they're marking that's everybody. Obviously, what they mean yeah. is you get a shot, you know, like most people do when they're infants. And well, in, you in Japan, they'll the put devil. a barcode on you. Well, so you, you can... know, I mean, they keep saying get the jab, J A B. Well, you turn that around, it spells badge. And uh, I mean, obviously, they're putting a badge on you. Badge is a mark. So you're assuming that anybody that sounds like that is is. No, it's just one of the easy accents I can do. It's an easy one. <laughs> We're going to do anything complicated. Huh. Well, uh, so their background checks came out okay, I assume? Did well, they get the job? The, the, the dispute was settled out of court out of in 2018. Court. Huh. And it said that the terms of the settlement were sealed. So well, we don't so know, we don't know if they got the job. I got a real simple they... question. Is he driving? Is he driving? I have no idea. Yeah, we don't know. But this, this happened again. Uh, Virginia coal miner did the same thing. Um, oh, okay. So she, several she re- cases. She retired... Uh, under protests, a coal mine uh, because of uh, she didn't uh, submit to biometric hand scanning. Hmm. That was another thing. Oh. It was it, she. She believed that the mark of the Is beast it, would come from that, and that that would uh, so brand I, her as a follower of the antichrist. So it has more to do with the technology than the. I got a lot of questions. Yeah, I got questions. The, 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 yeah. these stories. I'd if they do with, anything good, good else. Choice. All of these stories. The commonality between these stories is, is they the leave vast with, amount of questions that, that result. I'm assuming the misunderstanding of much of the Bible, because <laughs> I'm still. Well, I mean, that's what people people do. Not just like I'm not saying that everybody misunderstands the Bible, well, but people get so to, deep yeah. into their convictions, they don't know why the hell the conviction is there. Well, somebody else told them. I'm just sticking. Well, that's how it is now. Or they the, interpreted the 24 it. hour yeah. news cycles. You've got two different camps. You got your CNN mm-hmm. people and your Fox News people, and they are just and never the twain shall meet. It. <laughs> And it's like I don't care. He's I bad. He's bad. Yeah. They want they want my thumbprint, and that's going to put a mark of the beast on me. Uh, excuse me, sir. Do you have a cell phone? Yeah. Well. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. They're going to track me if I get a shot. We know exactly where you are we right know now where because you, are you have a cell anyway, phone in your pocket. Yeah. It's a supercomputer in your pocket, sir. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, really? Really? Do you have a social security card? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again. Not anymore. I burned it once Biden got elected, so he couldn't track me. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't, yeah. that, isn't that the the saddest part of all of this? Do you, did you get the the vaccine? Yes. Oh well, I know enough about you now. I don't like you. Did exactly. you? Do you watch Fox? I watch Fox News. I watch CNN. Well, I already don't like you. I would I put like, you, I put I would you like in this to box. encourage the CIA right now to go ahead and track <laughs> me and follow me. Yeah. Because you'll be so bored. That you'll, that you'll probably, probably elect- shock yourself. You'll shock you'll yourself. Get, take some electric shocks. But that's not what people do. I mean, we, we've gotten so simplified with everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's like, man, hey, Trump is awesome because he facilitated the production of this vaccine. But I ain't going to take it. Uh, it's Everybody said that if, before it came if, out. If, yeah. you li- if you like Trump, 
you're not going to take, take the vaccine, but you know, you like that he did it. And I passed on the way over here. I passed at a house and I had several flags. Still flagged. Still yes, several flags. I know I, where I've seen at. one. It said Trump 2020. 2024. Trump 2020. Ooh. No more bullshit. Oh. oh. So I'm thinking, well, hmm. what sort of change are we looking for if we're trying to avoid the bullshit? Said bullshit. Mm. Does the pa- Which president bullshit? have this power or is he just talking about maybe we're going to have Trump's name on the flag, yet we're cheering for the senatorial type races? <laughs> uh, to get rid of the bullshit. Uh, but the, on the way over here, it was a, a flag. They had a Louisiana flag, mm-hmm. an American flag, of course. They had a don't tread on me flag. And then they had a black flag that had a large outstretched middle finger on it. Oh. That hmm. said uh, F Biden on it. But it didn't say F. You know, it said the full word. But yeah, this, yeah. this wow. is still kind of a family show. So I'm so, not going to say it. But uh, yeah, Salty that, language. That, that was the four the four flags that these people wow. chose to have. So, so they're really their telling you who they are. So I can, we, we now we have to judge them. Yeah. See, I look, I look at the whole thing with bullshit and who the president is kind of like a giant swimming pool full of bullshit. If Trump jumps in, it raises the level of the bullshit by eh, a millimeter. Yeah, that's just Archimedes. If Biden jumps in, it's three quarters of a millimeter. It's really it's what's the negli- difference? Negligible. It's negligible. Negligible. You're already up to your neck in bullshit. It's really not going to make a difference. Yeah, the president's not yeah. the emperor. You're not, you're not drowning America. on that one. No. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's move to another story real quick. Yeah, we're done with the flags. Yeah, well, I still fly my American flag, and you don't know right. who I voted Stars for. Stars so. and stripes, baby. All right. Uh, we got this story, and this is for all you uh, vegetarians out there. Uh, you know who you are, and we know who you are because you're pale and thin. Oh, no, and you'll tell us. <laughs> oh, and you'll definitely tell us. <laughs> definitely tell us. That's how you know a vegetarian every time. Oh, yeah. That's that's just the way it works. Well, they've been doing some studies, and, and this is a German study, but, mm. you know, the Germans, they, they're allowed to do studies now yes. that involve plants. Anyway... Um, <laughs> The, uh, they, they've come to the realization that they believe now that plants for sure feel pain. They feel it. I get that. I heard some broccoli scream the other day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I stabbed it again. And now they think that plants might even have a rudimentary method of seeing Oh really? Yes. So um, we know that light factors in very well. We big know into that they turn thing. towards the sun. All I mean, of this is, is that all of this is put into a book called "The Roots of the World." It's saying that. On the earth, really, this is an earth of plants with humans at the bottom of the scale. That, yeah, that well, If you actually had the hierarchy of species, you know, we always put humans at the top and then everything's filtered of down. Of course, we do, yeah, we do. But I bet broccoli would write a different story. <laughs> exactly. And trees, we know because they've done a lot of studies on trees and trees um, absolutely communicate. And, and it, the guy says, well, look, if you're really looking at, you know, everything would come before humans. Bugs would be above us in the hierarchy of species. Plants, though, would be at the very top because that is the dominant life form on the planet. Hmm. All right. So anyway, they started doing studies with uh, trees and plants, and they have noticed that trees and plants, the cells react to various things. Um, One of the things they did, and I thought this was really funny, is they used anesthesia to drug Venus flytraps. (laughs) And... Normally, you know, the, the little bug gets inside the Venus flytrap and hits those hairs and, and the thing sw- yep. swallows. Well, they used anesthetics on the plants, and it's the same anesthetics that they use on people. And the sedated plants showed that they were trying to react. 
There were oh, electrical impulses attempting to flow, could not flow to the cells inside the little trap on the so Venus this, flytrap. So this was the, the botan- botanical equivalent of drooling on yourself after you Right, and as soon as it wore, wore off, they worked fine They again. were okay. They also took peas, regular old peas. You know how when peas grow, they put those little tendrils out that wrap around things? Yes. All right, well, the tendrils, which normally move in all directions as they look for something to, to grab, grab onto, to. when they – and anesthetize them, the plants would just spiral in place. They didn't they didn't send out the tendrils. They just spiraled <laughs> just in one place. In one circle. But as soon as the narcotics wore off, they'd they started moving out again. Oh. Hmm. Um and so the, they're talking about the the big problem now is we just can't ask the plants about this. You know, they have to do it all yeah. based on stuff. So we're gonna have to personify plants now the way we personify dogs and well, veggie tales is gonna become science. They oh they've been God. doing up until now, the only thing we knew about trees was trees can mm-hmm. differentiate between light and dark. Trees sleep. They they actually go to sleep. Their electrical impulses drop off dramatically once the sun goes down. Yeah. All right. So they started doing some studies, and they noticed that in forests, densely packed forests, to cut a, the bark of one tree – would cause a change in electrical impulses in the surrounding trees. The ones that, yeah, because they, they communicate. They sensed it. They yes, were communicating in some way. But they don't really know how. That's the problem. That's what they're getting to now. The The leaves, they think, are the eyes of the tree. That the leaves let the tree know, hey, it's sunlight. It's cool. That when it goes dark, the trees just kind of not off. They yeah, they take a nap. Yeah. Deactivate. Well, like my moon vine, it wakes up at night. <laughs> it opens and and thrives as soon as the as soon as the little solar lights kick on, the moon vine opens up. There well, you go. Makes sense. That's where all the, the light receptors are. Right? Sure. Or in and, the leaves. And that's I'm what I would say. I'm with you so far. I'm with you. But uh they were talking about in the winter when the leaves fall off of the trees, that is when the trees literally go dormant. They go I mean, dormant. They just, yeah, they're yeah, hibernating they like... No now, this is in Germany. In, in Louisiana, I don't know what happens to our trees. Yeah. <laughs> <The hurricane laughs> they get blown down by hurricanes and, get, and then they grow... They get twisted. Perpendicularly from how they yeah. used to be. And well, they Dar- crush houses and Dar- they get Darwin, revenge on us. Darwin. You know that guy. Darwin. <laughs> Heretic. Yeah, a big beard. Pissed, pissed off a lot of people. He's a monkey. <laughs> even though even though he was extremely religious. He, uh, he postulated that roots contained tiny brains. Uh, he, he believed it. He didn't know how to prove it, never could figure out a way to prove it, but he believed that plants were, in fact, sentient in a, just a different way than it, human it was, beings. It was like their version of a nervous system. Yes. All right. So so anyway, so in the, in, the, in the end of all of this, and it's a really long article of a really involved yeah. book, yeah. but know this, vegans, <laughs> know this, vegans, that plant you're eating felt pain when it was killed. When it was picked it may have even screamed. It may have even been frightened in terror seeing the He's thresher. separated from its mother. The thresher coming at it. And it said, the guy that wrote the book said, well, this is going to be a really big thing because if we know that trees and plants all feel pain and actually are afraid when about to be killed, then that's the reason that people are fighting eating animals, Right. Yeah. So now we. Pain. So what do we? We're going to all be breatharians. There's about to be a very big industrial <laughs> boom in plant <laughs> anesthesia. <laughs> oh, so it's okay. You're going to be. It's I'm going okay to be a botanical anesthetist. 
And yeah, so we're going to put it down humanely <laughs> and then before I harvest my Brussels no, sprouts. No, no, we're only left to eat breatharians. Yeah. That they've got it. They're, they're the only true good humans, I guess. So what the guy said is, according to the, uh, the outdated understanding, the logical <laughs> yeah. conclusion is that humans stood at the pinnacle of creation. And he says that conclusion is totally incorrect. We got the we got we are at the wrong end of the stick. Foresters in Germany believe that trees not only diff, are uh, not only of different species, but also of the same species are actually fighting each other for light, water, and food, just like human beings fight for resources. Resources, sure. And the tallest tree wins. Yes, you know, yeah. in managed forests, foresters get involved in what they think is the fight that plays out in undisturbed forests. You could say that foresters see themselves as referees. <laughs> in Germany. It is often heard that native forests could not survive without foresters. Yet, he points out, trees have been around for about 300 million years, humans for about 300,000, and the profession of forestry for 300. For most of the time, trees, trees have managed perfectly well without, <laughs> without human us. referees, and in no small part because they've never been fighting. They've all agreed that this is how it works and all try to become the tallest tree in the forest. So, so, so trees are capitalists? To, yeah. Well, that's, in a way, he's saying that it, competition is good for all the trees. Yeah, everybody wins. It makes all the trees stronger. But, yeah, this could change it all for vegans if they actually can prove this. And they're working on it. They're working hard. Wow, that's certainly going to alter the, the social. Uh, hey, and if they can come up with a vaccine that's about half half valid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what will they think of next? Yeah, so restaurateurs right. are Restaurants. out there this chopping one, up. This is one of my pet peeves, actually, is is restaurants. Because oh, I worked page, in restaurants yeah. for so long, and it's we review did. pages. And uh, the first the first part of this, I guess, really needs to be the review page from the other day was uh, – some people, the local one. Yes, yes, I read that a lot too. It's a Southwest Louisiana restaurant guide or some nonsense. Yeah, on, people, on the whew, Facebook page, it can get hot. Well, I hate getting chunked around sometimes. And somebody complained about one of my favorite restaurants in Lake Charles that Taco I, Bell. No, no, that's my favorite. <laughs> McFarland's. Oh, and he they was, did. I remember that. What yes. a sacred institution. But the, that but the guy that the, complained the com about the restaurant didn't really talk about the food. No. Which you can't. He wouldn't have a leg to stand well, on. Well, he picked up a to-go order. He was there to pick up a to-go order. Oh, what a wang. I know. But when he got there, there was an ambulance out front. And in his review of the restaurant, he said, well, I sure hope this wasn't for somebody who ate there. <laughs> yeah, now you're casting yeah, jack-in-the-box yeah. doubt yeah. on Mc, well, he got, McFarland's. He got blocked in. And yeah, then he got so blocked he's in. So pissy, about, pissy that. about that. Then he described somebody who was sitting on the porch as looking like a stripper on a pole. Oh, at the bar. Yeah. What a, what a McAss. Yeah, he was exactly right. Um, and wrote this really long diatribe. And, and many people came to McFarland's defense. Yeah. Good. And Good. as I would have done if I'd cared to take cared the time. To, <laughs> cared to take the time. So you start reading about it, and it's it's all these people right now. This is after the pandemic. Restaurants are struggling across this country. First of all, bunches of them are shut down. Yeah, oh yeah, they they, they couldn't they couldn't take it. Yeah. And they can't get help. They can't get workers. For They're, a variety of reasons, for all not kinds just of reasons. unemployment. It's not just yeah. a lot of it is because people are such McAsses. And you go over <laughs> and there and they don't want to they don't feel like taking that heat. Yeah, and uh so I got several stories about this. Uh first we'll talk about anti-vaxxers for a second. Apparently, anti-vaxxers are now doxing restaurants that require masks of their clientele. Yeah. Uh, they are weaponizing Yelp <laughs> to punish restaurants and bars. 
Who ask for a mask? For ask people to wear a mask when they come in the restaurant. And in New York, they are now asking people to show their vaccination card. Oh, we all know that's legit. Bars and <laughs> yeah, restaurants. Cause yeah, because nobody could copy that. You can't that. fake that. Nobody oh, that, could copy that's that. That's a piece of paper with an ink pen on it. Uh, that's how right. are you supposed to duplicate that? That's where the <laughs> chip's coming soon. So yeah. spam reviews are coming up all over the place. And they're putting people out of business. So the story goes that every time somebody is asked for a mask that does these Yelp reviews, <laughs> they then tell their friends and all their friends start trashing the bar or the restaurant, food sucks, whatever else. But they're not really saying why they're doing it. They're complaining about normal things you might complain stripper about. Stripper at the bar. Stripper at the bar, you know, that because, you know. Because <laughs> who doesn't love a stripper at the bar? That old chestnut. <laughs> um, but, uh, but so anyway, that's that's the thing. Now, on the one hand, I think it's weird that you would ask people for their vaccine proof to come into a bar. Yeah. That yeah, but it's little, COVID. It seems a little mm-hmm. weird. It's COVID. But uh, so it's happening in New York, Denver. They've had cases in Chicago where they've had to call Yelp, these restaurants, say, hey, you need to take this crap down. This is just not true. Because people were saying things like, you know, I found a giant cockroach in my in my food. Yeah, and a like, rat sat on my face. Yeah, 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 exactly. Ooh. So, so we got the anti-vaxxer crowd. Then, then we've got the uh, the new problem with workers that restaurants don't have the same number of workers they had before. So services so many, slower. So many workers are yeah. just not going back to restaurants, or like in Lake Charles, especially. A lot of people moved. Yeah, yeah. they just left. They don't have the population and, base anymore. And those are the people who moved because they were living in apartments, and so many apartment complexes were destroyed. And then what was left was so overpriced that they can't stay here. And so we've got a guy in, in San Francisco who had a, uh, he's had a restaurant for 36 years. That's a good long run for a restaurant. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's, he's losing business because of Yelp reviewers Jesus. who are complaining because he's taking too long. Yeah to get their food, and my favorite, because he's out of certain things. Now, a restaurant doesn't, this is, I don't know if you folks know this, but restaurants don't actually make the food they cook. They have it delivered. They're not their own supplier. (laughs) Some places, I'm sure, are, but those are few. And this is a high-end, this is a high-end bistro, you know, it's a, and said, we're out of that particular thing. And what he was out of was focaccia bread. Ooh, wow. That's a, that's a deal breaker there, baby. But, then he got like a hundred reviews from Yelp reviewers saying Griping he never about. has focaccia bread. Well, Wait a minute. Put a piece of black electrical tape over the word focaccia bread on your menu. Yeah. And carry Fo- on. Focaccia you. <laughs> yeah, go focaccia yourself. <laughs> so again, Yelp reviewers. And and this Yelp review thing is starting to become a real problem. Well. Yeah. That's well, so how everybody is on everything. They just I'm gonna use this I'm gonna tool the, to, yeah. for connection to just piss everybody off. Morning, Randy. Morning, Jeff. Just another day in paradise, huh? Yeah, look at all these new restaurants the Whole Foods has brought in. Well, let's try out that one there. Hi, two of us, please? Yeah, sorry, guys. We got about a 30-minute wait. Oh, uh, excuse me. Yes, sir. Give me a second. I'll have a table right away. Whoa, what'd you say to him? I just told him who I am. Who are you? I'm a Yelp reviewer. I usually keep it on the down low so they don't kiss my ass too much. Right over here, sir. All right, guys, welcome to Vernacular. Thanks. Uh, Did they mention to you that I am a Yelper? Yes, we've been alerted, sir. Great. Could you have them turn the lights up a little, please? So, so, yeah, that's a good example. So Yelpers want 
special service. So they don't say anything negative. Well, but it's blackmail. It's it is. It's a form of blackmail. Um, we had the story about the uh, Vancouver couple. This wasn't even a restaurant. Who oh, were the ones who got sued because of their review. <clears throat> they left a bad review yeah. for a roofer, and a the roofer company. sued them for a bad yeah. review. Mm-hmm. I mean, so so Yelpers are becoming a real problem post pandemic for restaurants and bars. Yeah, and uh, I don't. I don't really know where I've seen some really horrendous. Where reviews. is it going? Yeah. Well, even this Southwest Louisiana page, occasionally I'll even laugh because I'll see a review of like McDonald's. Yeah. Or, yeah. or Taco Bell or Taco yeah, Bell. Like really? <laughs> There's no reason to do that. The meat in this taco at Taco Bell was it's not subpar. grade A. Oh, it's well, grade no, crap. F. I don't give a crap. <laughs> and it's it's also the reviews. I don't know which ones I like more. The reviews of uh, regular reviews are the ones who are people who are practicing their writing craft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they try the, to the get all flowy language. Yes, lots of adjectives. <laughs> I have an example. <laughs> Would you like to hear? Sure. Sure. And yet there is more. For in this crisp time when autumn begins to fade, the chef brines chicken and habanero and even adds habanero powder to the crust. But the heat is restrained. You experience the fruity, delicious flavor of this without any spicy pain. I don't need any more pain. Hell, does anyone? Gerald, we're going to the park. You want to come along? Sorry, honey, this review for Applebee's has turned into a 50-pager. Then I have a polish on Ruby Tuesdays. Why don't you take a break from yelping, Gerald? You seem a little overwhelmed. I am overwhelmed. Sometimes I don't know what I've gotten myself into. But now everyone relies on my Yelp reviews, and I I don't want to let anyone down. Well, there's chicken in the fridge if you get hungry. Thanks, but i I got to Yelp a new place and see Teapot Town tonight. God, I'm so damn tired. Okay, have fun. Ha, fun, she says. In finality... I would say my experience at Applebee's was sublime and my treatment near that of a gladiator most decorated. But the street parking wasn't that great. Two and a half stars. <laughs> yes. Oh, is that what God. boredom leads to? That's what boredom leads what to. What a national treasure that show is. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't help but use it for this story because it, the, the whole Yelp thing. But, you know, anytime you have a situation like this, people will eventually get tired of it. Oh, it's going to reach its point, and then we're going to move on to something else that's just as ludicrous and crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Because well, balance, right? Uh, you got to have everything balance. Is balance. And you'll, have, you'll have the hysteria for a while. Like, yeah. It's like Joe McCarthy. Yeah. Well, first, <laughs> yes. is what people are doing. There's the communist restaurants. <laughs> Welcome to Whistling Willies. Y'all enjoying your pizza? Look here, my good man. We've been waiting over 15 minutes for you to sing happy birthday to our son. Unfortunately for you, we are both restaurant critics, and so is our son. One star! Excuse me! Emergency! Over here! Emergency! I would like a table inside the area with all the little plastic balls, please, and make it snappy. I am a food critic for Yelp. That does it! I've had enough! All you Yelp reviewers, get the hell out of here! I don't care what happens to my business. I ain't kissing your asses no more! Go on! Every Yelper, get the f- out of here. Careful now, Bill. You don't want a one-star review. You're not a food critic, Dennis. You're a f-ing mechanic. Now get the f- out. Go on. All you yelping sons of bitches, get the f- out of here. You're gonna regret this whistling, Willie. You can't treat yelpers this way. You get the f- get the f- out. Ow. 
Good for you. You too, you son of a bitch. Well, hey. <laughs> All righty. So that's what happens when uh, restaurants fight back. When but, they when they just have had but enough. But if you, if you watch that episode from whatever season that was, I don't We have remember. no idea. I have no idea. The, uh, then there's a fight between the Yelpers and the restaurants. It turns into a battle in the of streets. It does. Well, of course. Yeah. They, and they even behead Whistle and Willie. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah, they pulled his head off. I forgot oh. about that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they do it like they're a bunch of Muslim terrorists. Oh, yeah. They just oh. go and pop his head off. Good times. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> well, oh, Glenn. Oh, my goodness. G Long, Habs. Yeah. Hey, man. This was cool. I enjoyed yeah. this very much. And, uh, we don't know what it's going to be. That was a fun one. I don't care about you people <laughs> listening to it, but it was yeah, fun in the room. We had fun. We had fun. That's the important thing. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the real life is about to begin again. Yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll yeah. be gone for another year probably. Oh. Yeah, man. Get you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. back at some point. Put the headphones on. It's like you're in a whole other universe. We'll have to do a history a history podcast it's again like here talking soon. into a bicycle. Uh, so, it and, is. Uh, actually, we're going to do another Nicolas Cage movie at some point. We haven't All decided right. which one. We watched a really weird one when he gets locked in a... Uh, Pizza joint. An, um, oh, animatronic. And the, yeah. anima, and the he, animatronic he, he animals no try lines. to kill him. He doesn't speak he doesn't, at all. He literally says nothing. Okay, this is weird for Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I like about Nicolas Cage. No, it's pretty. Because he uh, just picks and chooses whatever. now. He, yeah. His new one called he's, Pig he's is bored. supposed to be really good. He's bored. I've, I've heard about that. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah that one actually might be good. We might not. Yeah. You need to. And I want to apologize for Yelp all, all, the, that. all the barking in the in the background. I'll I'll leave a Yelp review for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, apparently Bella thought that the uh, BS was thick. Yeah, she she yeah, did. She yeah. she definitely uh, fact checked a lot. <laughs> so so all but, of you know, listeners just, um, know that it was all just. How much she really know? It's not like she can read. Yeah. Well, she she okay. listens we don't to think. the news. We don't think. Yeah, we don't know. She might be like a tree. She might there's probably be. some sort of secret dog internet where the people they live yip reviews. <laughs> yip, yip reviews. Yip, yip reviews. Yap yap. Actually, for well, her. the can of of mushed food was delightful. <laughs> I like the chunks of some sort of meat, mystery meat. Yeah. So anyway, so there that's our that's our fun little uh, podcast Getting for the ready uh, for the end week. of summer. Now, back to just school. a just a little warning. I'm going to close out the podcast with a song from our friends at at South Park. Since you've been on a South Park binge. Yeah, everyone should be on a South Park binge. You absolutely. Really should. It, it's a good it's history. It's on H, it's on HBO Max. You can start from the beginning. That's pay attention to the years. Again. Yeah. T- pay attention to the years that you follow because you can, you know, what's in the news at that time in society. And, uh, you, yeah. You Bill know. Clinton's still president where I am. Right this now. song. And they'll teach you the truth. This song isn't for little ears. With hyperbole. Unless, you know, you have little ears and you're an adult. You, what uh, are you saying? You just language. played that so many yeah, F beeps. It was beeped. Everything was, was beeped. Uh, we all the know what beeped. was there. But uh, if you're wondering what's going to happen to these Yelp reviewers, well... You know, be aware. There is a way restaurants can deal with these Yelp people, especially the Yelp elite. Revenge, clandestine. Like, efforts. An, like Anthony both... Bourdain said, Yelp Yelp elite is like jumbo shrimp. It just they don't go together. <laughs> How can you be elite and a Yelper? And uh, central intelligence. So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with that song. But before we go, uh, Habs, thanks for coming in today. No, it was a blast. A trip and, down uh, old memory lane. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah, Deb? yeah, the fight was okay. Yeah, yeah. Was like, we, we're gonna yeah. say we just it was an you think, equal you think draw. It was a draw. It Nobody broke their ankles. Yeah. Have a rematch. Have a rematch. <laughs> we'll get Conor McGregor in here next time. You just <laughs> let me know at the time and the place. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> You're a woman, you. He's he's 
<laughs> he's a little extreme. I yeah. hate him. What a, what a whack job. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I think he's doing it for the show. And he, he, no, I think he's actually an ass. Yeah. Oh, okay. Genuinely down to his Well, that's core. why he yeah. got into fighting, right? Because well, got, I mean, it's a good business to be if in. You're if gonna you're going to be an ass, total ass. <laughs> somebody to beat you all the time. Oh. <laughs> all right. He's got a good outlet for his. Uh, so, young people, if you don't like other people and you're an ass, I guess start training. Join get, get, MMA, in a, get into get fighting. Get, yeah. Learn, yeah. Learn how to do that rear naked choke. <laughs> and learn how to tap out because there's always somebody bigger and stronger than you. Or or heavily armed these days. Oh, well, yeah, that's a whole different you're scenario. Gonna get, you're just going to get capped. Because young people don't want to take a butt weapon anymore. Nope. No, 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 no. Are you going to play us out, G Long? I am. Uh, All don't right. forget uh, the email, uh, longintheboot at gmail.com and the number 337-502-9011. Y'all, uh, we will catch you in about two weeks. Two and two. That's right. But remember, if you want to know how restaurants are going to get back at these Yelpers, the boys at South Park have an answer. All right. We got all the restaurants to agree to let the Yelpers in and make them feel special. How did you do it, son? Hi, yes, the steak, please. I'm the uh, Yelp elite. All right, we got a Yelper. Give it that special attention. You got it. So you're one of Yelpers, special blessed. You demand a restaurant's very best. Well, they're gonna treat you special. I'm telling you, chum. Now get yourself ready for some boogers and cum. Boogers and cum. That's called the Yelper Special. Boogers and cum. Say, what's that on your pretzel? Your online critiques are real useful to some. Now have a good time eating boogers and cum. Boogers and cum. Someone farted on your salad. Boogers and cum. But your decor critiques are valid. You think you're special like you ain't number one. Well, there's a whole lot of special in boogers and cum. Boogers and cum. How about some feces with your flounder? Boogers and cum. You like that creepy quarter pounder? What's that spice that feels tangy on my tongue? Oh, that's a yuzu pepper along with some boogers and cum. Here you are, sir. Thank you, David. That's good service. I will bring you food every day, my friend. Mm, is that a jalapeno cream sauce? Yes, my father made it just for you. Hmm, it's tart but savory. Boogers and cum. Being a food critic's easy. Boogers and cum. Oh, you feeling a little queasy? Do you need a diagnosis? Well, the doctor's got one. The stomach seems to be filled with boogers and cum. Boogers and cum. Piss in your potatoes. Boogers and cum. Some guy shit on your tomatoes. All right, fancy food critic, looks like you've won. Now, please enjoy all the boogers. Bugger.